Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Helter. It is Tuesday, May the 10th, and West Coast baseball is all we needed, I guess. How about it? The Phillies get it done last night and Easy 9 to nothing victory out in Seattle. They handle business. They jump on Seattle. And they don't let up. And the offense keeps scoring. And the hits keep coming. And Ranger Suarez pitches great. And the bullpen shuts it down. And why can't every game be like last night? Am I right or am I right? Ah, oh, what a joy. You have to stay up to like 1230 or 12.45, 1 o'clock, whatever it was for a baseball game. At least they won. At least they handle business. Got it going. Reese Hoskins getting it going a little bit. Good times had last night. What a what a thought. Harper is locked in. Just so nice when they win. It's so nice. <laughs> Such a a different feeling. And look, they needed that, right? You know, they uh, obviously the disastrous Thursday night eight to one or seven to one eight seven loss. And then they split on Sunday, um, you know, and that win was nice, but then they lose that second game and you're feeling a little frustrated. Big win last night up to 13 and 16. Really need to take advantage of this Mariners series, as we know, four games with the Dodgers later this week, Thursday through Sunday. So it ain't going to get much easier as the week progresses. You need to take advantage of these matchups with the Mariners. And last night they did. Last night they did, a, again, an easy 9-0 victory, I will say, and we'll dive into the game and all of it, I will say that 7-1, 8-7 loss has, has scarred me, <laughs> you know. I kept wanting to feel comfortable with the Phillies' lead last night. It was 6-0, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, but you know, 7-0, I think that's good, let's keep it going. We get to 9-0, I'm like, okay, but still... It's a shame that I can't fully just say, we're good. (laughs) No worries. They won't screw this one up because they have screwed up about as bad as you could screw up. So it it really has um, hampered my ability to uh, not not believe, as it were, in in the course of a baseball game and to really just, um, you know, stress it out. So thanks for that, Phillies. You've, You've... Caused me to uh, not be able to relax in a 9 nothing win. So, <laughs> terrific. 
<laughs> but look, hey, they got it done last night. We needed it desperately. They need to just start playing some consistent baseball, and they really need this formula. You know, they need to score runs. They need to get hits. And obviously, when, when Ranger pitches well, that'll help. But 17 hits for the Phillies last night. 17 hits last night. Bohm gets two. Harper gets three. Castellanos gets three. JT two. Gene two. Hoskins three. O'Double two. Like, hits all around. Funny enough, Schwarber in the leadoff spot goes over five. He's like the only guy who didn't do anything. Um, but, you know, just being in the leadoff spot, I guess, got him going, huh? Um, but ultimately, um, uh, you know, the offense gets it going. Nine runs. Nine runs will play. Chris Flexen came in with, a, you know, having a nice season to date. The Phillies handled business last night. And uh, it was nice to see because it was a nice combination from an offense perspective. There was some pop early. And then just, a, again, a lot of hits. 17 hits for the Phillies yesterday. 17. And when you see the middle of that order locked in with, you know, Harper and Castellanos and, and Reese all getting three hits, that's huge. And Reese was more to the bottom of the lineup last night. But Harper really looks locked in. Harper, you know, the last hit he had, the, the RBI hit at the, uh, in the uh, seventh or eighth inning or whatever it was, you know, just like so locked in, just kind of takes a ball and almost like a check swing hit to the opposite field. And he just, you could tell that he's very comfortable with the bat in his hand right now. And, and we remember last year when he went on that MVP tear, he was really using the whole field. You know, he was spraying the baseball around, you know, putting it where the pitch dictated it should go. And that's the Harper we're seeing right now. You know, we're seeing that dude start to turn it up a bit as, um, you know, Bryce is really, um, really looking good. And, and I'm sure, look, I'm sure it takes um, some time to, to get used to being a DH. You know, when you're a right fielder for your entire career, you know, I'm sure it, it is some getting used to. It's a whole different way of approaching the game. But Harper is heating up. Harper, uh, three for four last night with the two runs scored. Also to walk then. Game before that, 0 for four. Prior to that, two for four with that moonshot home run. Then two for five the game before that with a couple runs scored. So um, Harper really, really heating up. He has seven hits over his last four games. Um, and the OPS is up to 823. Really starting to get it going a little bit, you know, which is which is just great to see. As you know, as Harper goes, his team goes. Harper now with the the highest uh, slugging percentage on the team all of a sudden. So you know it's exciting to see. Castellanos just continues to rake. Dude's batting three eleven with a three seventy four OBP and a five oh five slugging percentage. Fantastic. I mean that's a nine seventy nine OPS. That'll play. You know that'll that'll definitely play. As Castellanos just. Um, Really, he was um, going into the offseason and during the offseason, he was my number one guy I wanted the Phillies to add. I wanted Schwarber too, not to the same level. There were other guys out there I was intrigued by. I liked Starling Marte, who ended up going to the Mets. There were a few other names out there that you know, I really was intrigued by the Phillies going after. But my number one dude, the guy that if I said the Phillies could only sign one guy this offseason, my guy was Castellanos. And it's for exactly what we're seeing. The dude just rakes. He just hits. He just goes out and hits. He just goes out every night and just puts the ball where they ain't. And it is a joy to watch this guy hit every night, isn't it? I mean, what a treat Nick Castellanos is to have on your baseball team. Three more hits last night, 311 on the season. The dude's just been a stud. He's been a stud as much as Schwarber has struggled 
for the contract he's gotten. Castellanos has been everything you could ask for that contract and more. So um, it's really been fun having Castellanos on the team, and he just he just hits, he just hits, he just as consistent as they come. The dude just gets up, rakes, and sits back down. And and you know, like also shout out to Castellanos who was brought here to be a DH for all intents and purposes, and now because the Harper injury is playing right field, <laughs> so um, you love to see Castellanos really uh, step in and and um, embrace everything. He's been great. Alec Bohm, by the way, also two hits last night, batting 317 on the season. Has really excelled in the two-hole so far. 317, 362, 439 for JT. That is phenomenal. Really terrific stuff from JT, so that's exciting. Ranger, let's get to last night, and then we'll you know talk about some more macro stuff and look at it. But last night, Ranger Suarez was just... Awesome. Best start of the season for Ranger. Ranger ends up going six innings, four hits, two walks, seven strikeouts, no runs. Didn't even really run into much trouble until the sixth inning and battled his way out of it. Couple big strikeouts to get out of that inning and pop out at the end, but just um, a really, really awesome Ranger performance. You know, we've been waiting for Ranger to kind of put it together and he's improved as the starts have gone on and you know, hasn't gotten help from the defense and all that, but last night Ranger looked great. He looked great. He looked like he had that extra gear when he needed it. You know, kind of pump it up a little bit for a strikeout. Um, just really nice outing. And again, in the six, gets into trouble and just navigates his way out of it. You know, cool as a cucumber, the classic Ranger that we fell in love with last year. Um, we saw it last night, and uh, and it was much needed. This team desperately needed a win. They needed to start this road trip off right. This Again, it's not an easy seven-game road trip when four of the games are against the Dodgers and you're on the West Coast. So they really needed Ranger to step up last night. And dude was great. You know, he really was. He was really phenomenal for this team. They needed him. They scored for him. He handled his side of the bargain. And um, it's great to see because, you know, the, the pitching's been pretty decent for this team. You know, funny enough, with um, you know, all the complaints we've had about this team and where they're at, you know, it's... um. It is, you know, in a lot of ways quite funny because it is, uh, you know, like we've talked about so many times, the um, not how we expected the season to play out so far. Um, and yet um, pitching's been pretty good. And and if Ranger can be that, if Ranger can be what we saw last night, the guy we, we you know, some version of the guy from last season, I mean, man, especially with the way Nola's looked and the way Gibson's looked, all of a sudden, if Wheeler's Wheeler, which is last start, you know, obviously COVID IL is annoying and all that stuff, but if Wheeler can come back and, and be what we saw him, in his last start, you know, the seven and two third shutout and the start before that was really good. Man, all of a sudden you got a pretty dynamite rotation. Like a pretty dynamite rotation. Seriously. You know, we came into the season, I, I talked a lot about how I thought this rotation was was underrated by a lot of people. I think top ten in baseball, without a doubt in my mind. And it's bearing fruit. You know, Eflin's really been the only one who's really struggled. Um and you know, there have been outings for everyone here and there, but Right now, Nola is just absolutely locked in. Excited to see Nola tonight have a chance to get this team on a roll. Um, Nola, of course, the last outing was you know seven one run innings against the Mets that you know they lost. You might remember last Thursday night. Nola was outstanding yet again, especially against the Mets after having that rough outing against Scherzer at that time. Like he looked great. Nola's been great. Ranger last night looked great. Wheeler recently has looked great. Gibson has been. Way better than you could ask Kyle Gibson. 
if Eflin can put it together at all, man, like a real legit rotation. And the bullpen's been pretty damn good too so far. You know, obviously there have been some high-profile mess-ups, the 7-1 game, a uh, shining example. But for the most part, the bullpen's been pretty good. Last night, Francisco Morales, that was great to see making his first start since getting called up, or first outing since getting called up. My dude was lights out. Two shutout innings, three strikeouts. He looked awesome. Really seemed like he had hitters guessing, hitters missing. Um, a really nice outing for Morales. And he's someone, you know, that's the kind of guy they they really could use, you know, as um, they need those young arms that can really kind of elevate this team from bullpen perspective and spot start if needed perspective and all that. And Morales is talented. So that was really nice to see last night. He looked great. He really did. He looked great in that side. And obviously a low leverage spot. You're up, you know, I think it was 6 nothing when he first, 7 nothing when he first started, and then 9 nothing by the end of um, is outing. But regardless, um, he looked really good. You know, and then Norwood cleaned ninth, which is nice to see after the struggles Norwood had before. And they just get it done and they pour it on. You know, second inning, they get it going back to backers. Gene Segura turns on one. Um, it's at the left center, gets it out. And then Reese Hoskins, uh, after that, uh, a classic kind of just pulls one. Honestly, off the bat, it looked like it was going to be foul and it just kind of stayed straight and stayed true. And, and it went over the left field fence. That was needed. Again, Reese with the three hits last night had a nice little RBI single later in the game, too. Um, you know, you, you need that. You need to see Reese. Reese has been, obviously, we talked about it yesterday, you know, one of the biggest, um, you know, weak spots so far. One of the, you know, struggling the most of anyone on the team, certainly offensively, and um, has been just in such a funk. And we know, we talked about this yesterday, but we know with Hoskins, like, it is one of those things where all of a sudden it's like, boom, and he's fine, and he's just raking. That'd be a good time, Reese. That'd be that'd be helpful. Maybe go on a tear right now. Um, two nothing at the end of the second. Then they had another in the third on a JT single. JT had a couple clutch hits in this one. Three nothing. Then you get to the fifth, and the Phillies break it wide open. A Castellanos double to deep right center. Thought it might have been gone. Two crushed it. Had two balls like that that felt like they were going to be gone. Then JT, another RBI single, a nice hit to left, makes it 5 nothing. Then Segura grounds a you know, fielder's choice, scoring another 6 nothing. And then in the seventh, the Phillies just open it up. Castellanos, another RBI hit, an RBI single. Segura, an RBI single. Then a Hoskins RBI single. Um, that was the one we were just talking about. And it was 9 nothing, 9 nothing in the seventh. And then the Phillies just shut it down. Again, Morales and Norwood combined for three shutouts. Bullpen-wise, Ranger, six shutout. As the starter. And, you know, last night, again, last night's the formula. Last night's the, hey, if we can replicate this, we're going to be in a lot of, we're going to be in a pretty good pretty good spot. You know, last night is a, uh, a handle your business type of night. And, again, it was good, you know, outside look. They won a game. Yay, nice. We've, we've had enough of the up and downs of this season, um, you know, to not get too carried away with stuff like that. But, but at a certain point, you know, if this team is going to, to get to where we expected them to get to prior to the season. And yes, the Mets being good hampers that and all that type of stuff. But if, if they're going to get to where we want them to go, at a certain point in the not-too-distant future, they're going to have to start to string some games together. You know, they're going to have to start winning four in a row, eight of 10, you know, 12 of 16, 16 of 22. You know, like that's that's the kind of run they're going to have to start going on. They're going to have to start reeling off some wins, start getting a few games over 500, start threatening some the Mets, start threatening some of these other teams in the NL East wildcard-wise. And again, it's way early. It's not even June. It's May 10th. 
We still have a long way to go, but at a certain point, if that's going to happen, and look, the, the, you know, with the extra third wild card now, theoretically an 84, 85, maybe even less, 82-win team could make the playoffs, and thus you know, there's the chance you can just kind of not heat up yet and kind of middle around till till August and then heat up and get, you know, three, four, five over by the end and, and make the playoffs. That is possible, but I think there's a, a better chance that this team figures it out at some point along the way because I still believe in the talent here. I still believe in the offensive talent and days like last night, you know, games like last night. I believe in that. I believe in the starting rotation. The bullpen has been better than I expected it to be, to be honest. So, you know, I'm, I'm actually considering that they're 13 and 16 and – you know, we are less than a week removed from the worst loss in 20-plus years as the Phillies, worst regular season loss in 20-plus years or whatever, you know, at least most painful in the moment. Um, I'm actually I'm actually more positive about this team right now than than you would think, you know, or than, than I think other people might be. Because, again, it is, you know, we haven't even played 30 games yet this season. You know, I mean, they're 13 and 16. This next one will be their 30th game of the season. That's something but it's really two sixteenths of the way through the season, you know, essentially, you know, not even quite there yet. So there's so much baseball to be played. You know, we're still in the second game of the season. If it's an NFL season or whatever, you know, the third game of the season. So it's still really early. And last night they, they showed you what the formula is like again, 17 hits when Bohm is going, when, you know, uh, you get guys at the lineup going. It's those guys that can pick it up. And then, if I, again, Reese and obviously Harper Castellanos going is is the engine. You know, that's huge. And and look, I know Schwarber has been struggling, but at a certain point, he's going to go on a tear. That's what Kyle Schwarber does. He's going to have a month where he hits 15 home runs or 10 home runs, and you know, has a good average. And and we're feeling much better about Schwarber right now. He's definitely struggling. But man, if these guys can start to get going, and I understand. Look, I don't think everyone's going to get going at the same time. This team's just going to totally rake and all that, but. If they can get more guys going than not on a consistent basis, and then when one guy kind of slags off, someone else picks up the slag and all that, that's how great offenses work. Not everyone's going all the year round, but you guys pick each other up. Guys, um, you know, sometimes it's your turn to carry the team. Sometimes it's my turn to carry the team. And, you know, they do have the talent to do that. You know, Schwarber's struggling, but Schwarber is the kind of guy who can carry a team for a week. You know, Bohm, Harper, Castellanos, all just looking really good right now. Romuto, you know, hasn't had a ton of pop, but is is getting some key hits, some timely hits. Segura looks back again after the wrist thing and a couple bad games he's back. Um, so you know, it's it's if they can get guys like Hoskins going, and if the pitching continues to be competent slash good, the team's got a chance to to really, you know, start to turn it around. To start to kind of change the narrative that we've seen this season, also just the the consistent narrative that we've seen with this team, you know, um, and I really, you know, it is is fascinating to see if they can. And again, we only saw them split on Sunday, but look, doubleheaders are hard. I mean, when was the last time the Phillies swept a doubleheader? Right? It just feels like that never happens. So I. I'm not going to kill him for that, but if they can want to run here and then we can look back at at that that game, you know, the 7-1, to 8-7 game, and say, wow, that actually meant something? And they actually, you know, they won 9 of their next 12 or something after that? I mean, that would be that would be awesome. I'm not expecting it or predicting it because I've been here for the last five years, and how many times have we said, oh, this is the thing? 
this is the thing that they're going to grab onto and use as fuel. The Phillies start now. You know, I mean, we've said it too many times, just way too many times, but, you know, maybe it will happen and then we won't say we said it. We'll just be happy it happened, right? Because teams do use things as fuel, right? I mean, we've seen teams take a, a moment or a, a situation and use it to, to propel them forward. And wouldn't that be something? And we'll see. Bryce Harper, the article of the Inquirer was really good, worth checking out. It did come out about how um, you know, Harper kind of addressed the team after the loss and said it doesn't define us. Um, you know, he said, you know, obviously no one wants this to happen. It sucks right now, but we can't let it affect tomorrow or the next day or the next day we play 162. If we waste a couple of games because we're feeling bad about how Thursday went, that's not a good recipe for success. He's right. He's right about that. And apparently, uh, you know, players in the locker room said they needed to hear what Bryce had to say that night. Um, and that's good. You know, that's really good to hear um, that Harper kind of took that leadership role and uh, kind of stepped up there and, and got him going. And again, like, like this should be something that could propel you forward. You should be able to use this as fuel. That was a gut-wrenching, embarrassing, all-time bad loss. Like, yes, you should be embarrassed. You should say, that's not happening again, and here's what we're going to do to make it not happen again. As, uh, you know... Um, I just hope they can, can carry that over. And it was good to hear that Arbor addressed the team. Good to hear that there was that kind of moment for them. Because, you know, of course, they're embarrassed, too. I mean, that was, who wouldn't be embarrassed? It was uh, uh, stats everywhere about, you know, first time in this many years and that many years and this thing and that thing. It's like, you know, they're, they're not deaf. They're not blind. They see that stuff. They know. And you want to just see them come out and, and give it to the Mets and the, the doubleheader on Sunday. But, you know. At least they won one, and, and it is baseball and doubleheaders are weird. They can prove to us that they felt it. If they can win this road trip, right? Like, win another in Seattle tonight. Play the Dodgers tough. Like, do something here. All right, quick look at the standings, uh, which we, you know, not much has changed since yesterday, but the Mets still out in front of 20 and 10. They were off yesterday. Phillies six and a half back at 13-16. They are a half uh, game back of the Braves at 14 and 16 and uh, tied with the Marlins 13 and 16. The Dodgers lost last night. They are now 19 and 8, which is now the second best record in baseball. It's the Yankees who are 20 and 8. So there's that. <laughs> the Padres are 19 11 in the Phillies face next week. So, um, you know, it's a stretch. Again, like you look at the teams who are on the Phillies' upcoming schedule for the next month, and the Angels are 20 and 11, the Mets 20 and 10. The Braves are 14 and 16, but they're the Braves. Milwaukee, 19 and 11. The Dodgers, 19 and 8. The Padres, 19 and 11. The Giants, 17 and 12. The Giants at 17 and 12 are the worst team on the Philly schedule other than the Braves coming up. So it's serious. It's legit. This is, uh, again, we've talked about it a lot. Um, this is a, a make or break stretch here for the Phillies in, in a lot of ways. Um, and certainly with the Mets playing the way they are in the division, you know, again, I'm not saying it's make or break for the playoffs, they're done, but it is in some ways make or break for the division, potentially. And it is also kind of make and break for where this team's at right now and their ability to fight back and bounce back and stay strong and, and look, play with good teams, right? You know, we know that that's been something that has been hit or miss in the last few years. Um, so it, it's a it's a massive stretch here. Massive, massive stretch. Starting with tonight, as again, Aaron Nolan Knight, Nola was brilliant 
against the Mets on Thursday, and obviously the uh, recipient of uh, not a loss, but of a um, of the team losing and uh, and him not getting the win he he deserved. But um, was brilliant with seven one run innings, um, big win again tonight against Mariners team that didn't hit last night. You think they'll be coming out hot? Uh, and he's going up against Robbie Wright, AL Cy Young winner from last year. So <laughs> not a, not an easy matchup. Is you know I don't know if the Phils will get seventeen hits tonight, but Hopefully they can get some. Hopefully Nola can continue to look good because Nola is building that confidence. He has been outstanding. And and even more important, we saw him who's pitching tomorrow for the Phils. The Eflin-Wheeler-COVID-IL thing has left Wednesday and Thursday in complete flux. I'm sure it'll be a bullpen game, one of the two. Maybe they bring someone up from the minors from one of the two. I don't know. They're in a spot. So Aaron Nola's start tonight is is that much more important. They need Nola to give him something tonight because... You don't know what you're getting the next two days, and and you know, it's important. So they really, truly, desperately need Aaron Nola to be awesome tonight. And he's been great his last few starts. So can he come through when they really need it tonight? It's going to be a massive thing to watch, a massive thing to pay attention to, and a massively important thing moving forward. So it's a big night in a lot of ways for the Phils. They need to carry this momentum and also some really intriguing storylines to watch and what it means for this team moving forward. So big one tonight in Seattle. Another late one. We'll be up late, but. Whatever happens tonight, however late it is, we'll, of course, be back to react to it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 